0: You sent 36 emails to Mr. Zuckerberg and received 16 emails in return and this was the first time he indicated he was not happy. That's correct. You had 42 days to study
1: your system and get out ahead.
0: Do you see any of your code on Facebook? I could Mark. You? Did I use any of your code?
1: You stole our whole goddamn idea. Fellas.
0: Well, match.com for Harvard Can I continue guys? with my deposition? You know, you really don't need a forensics team to get to the bottom of this. If you guys were the inventors of Facebook, you'd have invented Facebook. I can't wait to stand over your shoulder and watch you write us a check. No oh, shit. What's up, everyone? This is Zach coming at you hot with a new episode of Watt and P am here, R- <laughs> <laughs> here with the RP boys. Introduce mm-hmm. yourselves.
2: Hi, I'm Jake. I like that you really took our note from uh, from the last
0: time you introduced us. Yeah, to I was going to say, is that, uh, is that enthusiastic enough for you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I could use a little more next up are you not
3: entertained is this is not what you came here for uh i don't know why i did uh that gladiator reference in like a monty python voice yeah, but that was i confusing. did i'm tyler
1: and i'm scott <laughs> Tyler's scaring me making me think i prepped for the wrong movie <laughs> and this is a rotten potatoes podcast where Rot- for rotten pee or Rot- rotten, rotten
3: pee rotten pee <laughs> like yeah. like like uh chili pea you know the oh, the yeah. the secret ingredient in uh, to Captain any, Cook's Tenny
1: Crystal Blue <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right anyway it, yeah. wow this was this a, is <laughs> a derailed Interesting intro.
1: open Uh yeah this is Rotten Potatoes podcast where four friends that review movies that you absolutely should have seen already
3: And uh I think it bears uh saying that we are in the uh we're in the the, the quarantine tapes of uh Rotten Potatoes We are Mm-hmm. It's uh, COVID nineteen time, and uh, so we're video chatting. We're video across chatting the world, and well, well I'm well, video all across the IE, you know, the state. Yeah, <laughs> just
2: like forty miles. Uh, <laughs> Zach was so scared of us being so disease ridden that he didn't come over. So
0: <laughs> actually, he's being, I, uh, I mean, he. I had already been planning to social distance from you guys for a while now, <laughs> even before okay, COVID nineteen. Okay. It was kind of like this is I. This is the perfect time to do it. Yeah, yeah. Now you have a good excuse. Exactly.
2: And you know, I think that Zach's going to be social distancing us from us maybe for another f- three, four weeks. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully well, we
3: are, I, I think it's okay for, you know, like we'll, we'll just kind of cards on the table since we are social distancing right now, we uh, are going to batch record uh, a couple of episodes here. And uh, so, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of, it's a weird time, but I think it's kind of fun. Technology is cool that we could do this. Yeah. It's yeah. super cool it's that
1: we can not be in the same place and still record e- with each other. I thought you yeah.
0: meant that like the pandemic has been fun, like just <laughs> yeah. watching yeah. the world, uh, you know, go to hell and like the economy collapse has been fun. Yeah.
1: Some men just want to watch the world burn.
0: Well, I it, it's
3: it has been fun for me because uh I I did it.
0: You, you started it.
3: <laughs> I, I, yeah. Not only did I start it, I've orchestrated the entire spread of the virus. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, there's this really cool app uh, called Virus Inc, and uh, <laughs> I've just been playing that. And... Which brings us to
2: our sponsor section.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that we we're sponsored by bats. <laughs> <laughs> bats in wet markets. yeah (laughs) all right well uh this episode we're going to be talking about um the movie the social network which i am so excited for uh all week i've been trying to think like is this my favorite movie of all time i think it may be um it's definitely top three but i i think that this is the best movie that i've ever seen um i don't know about you guys but i'm very excited for this episode I,
3: I wouldn't put this in my favorite movies category. It wouldn't make my list for favorite movies, but I do think it's perfect, like on all points. I think, mm-hmm. you know, like typically like you re- you review movies on like, you know, uh, like cinematography, plot, dialogue, acting, uh, score, and I think it's all tens. Yeah, but same here. We'll see what everyone else thinks before we get into that. Uh, we'll a little bit of uh, just the facts about the social network. Uh, this was directed by David Fincher, uh, and one of your favorite directors, right, Zach?
0: Yeah, I think David Fincher and Quentin Tarantino are my two favorite directors.
3: Had uh, had you guys seen much from David Fincher? Maybe I
2: I really
1: don't. Yeah, like I don't him. pay attention to that. He...
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is why Zach and I are the the film buffs, and, and <laughs> we're the movie buffs. Yeah, yeah. you guys yeah. are the movie buffs. I just, yeah,
2: yeah. David Fincher, he's great. I just <laughs> sit in front of a TV and then I kind of well, take it in, and then I leave.
3: Uh, a notable David Fincher that I know both of you guys loved was Fight Club. I did mm. like Fight Club. Yeah, he did. I'm more
1: fun this ruining Fight Club for Jake. <laughs> yeah,
2: that was the
1: main thing that he's ever done. He's the the uh, the short guy from Elf, right? Yes. Oh, no, that's David Finch. Sorry.
0: <laughs> is it really David it's Finch? It's Miles Finch. Oh,
1: it's yeah, Miles I, Finch. <laughs> I, tried, right. I tried.
3: That was a huge miss. <laughs> uh, directed <laughs> by David Fincher, it was written by Aaron Sorkin. So, this is our second in a row Aaron Sorkin movie, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm pretty thrilled about. I love Aaron Sorkin. Uh, I won't get into it because we've already talked about it. Um, this was, uh, released October 1st, 2010, and I'm pretty sure, Zach, you and I, uh, saw this in theaters when it premiered,
0: didn't we? Did we? I don't remember that.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Okay. I wouldn't, no, uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I, maybe not. I mean, we, we definitely were, uh, hanging out a lot at that point. That was, um, around the time that you and I, uh, got close, uh, when I was doing the, the Bible study and. You, were in it.
0: you know what I don't think we saw this one together but I know we saw Fincher's next two together we we went and saw the girl with the dragon tattoo yep which was not super pleasant um <laughs> no it was not and then we saw gone girl after that together
3: yeah, yeah. well
0: uh, I've seen gone girl yeah it was good huh he um,
1: I don't really remember the plot of it but I know I've seen it
0: okay Finchers Dave also Fincher- directed seven.
2: Yes. Oh, I love seven. Yeah, I do too.
0: And Zodiac, uh, which we talked a lot about on the Dirty Harry episode.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, David Fincher is one of those directors that has a really uh like unique, recognizable style. Like there are there are a handful of directors out there that like you could just see a clip of one of their movies and be like, oh, that's David Fincher. Kind of like Michael Bay with his like orange and teal look and constantly moving cameras. Uh, David Fincher shoots, um, very cold, like all, all of his shots are all, they always look very like m- muted, desaturated colors, very like a lot of blue, like just very cold mm-hmm. looking like, uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, this movie did fantastic box office wise, uh, based on its budget. It did uh, $224 million box office, uh, on a $50 million budget. It so was pretty profitable. It's a good ROI.
2: That's a uh, surprisingly low budget, considering what we were talking about earlier when they had to digitally transpose the twins' face.
3: Yeah, onto yeah. each other. Who, yeah. were, who were they? The the, the Winklevoss Winkle
2: yeah, w- I forgot the actors' <laughs> name. <laughs> the Winkle, oh, um, Army Hammer. Yeah, Army, yeah. Army Hammer's Winkle face under the other twins. dude. Yeah.
3: But uh, yeah, it it is impressive budget, and uh, yeah, it. Uh, the other guys gave this ninety six percent and uh yeah that's really good yeah it is really good i mean i again i i think that this is a perfect movie uh so i might think i might actually say it's
0: low it Uh, only has a 7.7 on imdb though
3: yeah which is funny it's the third movie in a row that's been 7.7 on imdb do
2: you think that this is the same goodness as dirty harry
3: I think that this is much more goodness. <laughs>
2: mm. IMDb would disagree. <laughs> oh Same goodness.
3: Uh, this was uh, nominated for best picture, but did not win. However, it did win the Oscars that year for uh, best screenplay and best score. What
2: did win? We have all these up here, it and was, I don't know uh, what would have beat it. The King's Speech. Oh, okay.
3: King's Speech
0: won that year. Dude, so I've not seen King's Speech. This was not the a... remake of True. Whoa, Red. this was a that's gonna have to go in the list. 2010 was a stacked year. Um, yeah. The other best picked noms were um, so Social Network, and then we got Inception. Then we have fantastic 127 hours, Black Swan, yeah. True Grit, depressing but good. The f- yeah that the Fighter the remake of True Grit, The King's Speech, Toy Story Three, Winner's oh, Bone. How did that not win? <laughs> There's still a lot of like like at least critically acclaimed movies all in the same year.
3: Oh yeah, definitely. Toy uh, Story
1: 3 is for sure the best on that
0: list.
3: Yeah.
2: This um, <laughs> game's got a disgusted look. I realized that it's not going to come across.
3: So uh, like I said, it was nominated for best picture. It was also nominated for uh, best directing, best acting for Jesse Eisenberg, best, uh, best lead actor and uh, best cinematography. Um, and also, screenplay and score, and it only won screenplay and score. Um, but I mean, this score is like probably my favorite movie score to just listen to, even over Lord of the Rings. Like, I love just sitting and listening to this. Yeah. Interesting. Same here. Um, all right. Well, uh, this movie was nominated by Zach. Uh, as I'm sure we could tell from his enthusiasm when he introed the the podcast this this uh, <laughs> morning, so Zach, uh, let us uh, give us a little bit of feedback, your thoughts on the movie and uh, why you decide to nominate this one.
0: Um, yeah, man, I don't know where to start. I think the way that I feel about this movie is similar to how you feel about um, A Few Good Men, where yeah. it's just like I I really don't know where to start in terms of why I love this movie. Um. This movie just makes me excited about movies and about filmmaking. Um and like every aspect of filmmaking. Like I feel like everyone involved uh gave it over a hundred percent. The acting was is amazing, the directing was amazing, the the um script is amazing, the score is amazing, the editing, the pace, um, you wouldn't think that like a a movie about the guys who made Facebook was paced so well to where there's never a boring moment in the movie, but that's kind of what it is with this movie. I don't feel like there's a boring moment in the entire movie. Um, It just feels like everything is so necessary. And I thought it was interesting as we were doing some research on this movie, um, everything that they shot in this movie made it into the movie. They didn't cut anything. Um, And so that just kind of goes to show just how intentional these guys were when they made this movie. But when I've uh, described this movie before, it kind of feels like, like a super group, you know, how like members of different bands will get together and form super groups. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it feels like that for me. Cause it's like my favorite director, David Fincher coming together with one of my favorite screenwriters, Aaron Sorkin coming together with now, um, some of my favorite movie composers, um, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, who uh, this was their I think this was their first movie score that they ever did. But uh, since then, they just have continually been making really great scores for for other movies. Um, And then obviously for those
3: who for those who don't know, Trent Reznor, uh, formerly of Nine Inch Nails. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, I was going to
2: say, why does that name sound so familiar?
3: Yeah. Nine Inch Nails. I
1: don't even know what that is.
0: You don't know (laughs) what Nine Inch Nails is? cultured. No. I think
2: they did Hurt before Johnny Cash did Hurt.
1: Is
0: that right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's probably They're a, the only thing. they're pretty famous. They're kind of a big yeah. deal. Big they, band. They make music. <laughs> yes, they make No, music. <laughs> <laughs> no television shows. <laughs> uh, okay. Telenovelas. Telenovelas. <laughs>
1: That's what I figured, yeah. Yeah, so
0: there's just there's so much about this movie that I love. Um it's like the one movie I, I don't really like rewatching movies. Um, and this feels like the one movie that I can rewatch over and over and over again and never get tired of it.
3: Well, before we uh, jump into our late bloomer, uh, which is just Jake this episode.
0: I mean, I feel like
2: it's, uh, mostly just me.
3: Like maybe we should rebrand this podcast to four friends reviewing movies that Jake should have already seen.
2: Yeah, I guess I, uh, didn't watch that many movies when I should (laughs) have.
3: That's all right. I mean, or the ones that I should have.
2: Yeah. The ones
3: that you should have. Yeah. Uh, before we jump into Jake's, uh, thoughts, uh, as the late bloomer, Scott, you'd already seen this movie before. Mm -hmm. What, uh, when, like you hadn't seen it since theaters, right?
1: I saw when I like first came out on digital release or whatever it is. Okay. Um, for me, it's just so, so (laughs) (laughs) all right. Uh, I, I get, uh, how it's a good score and good writing and like, it's very witty dialogue. Um, I just have no connection to the movie. Like there's nothing that gives me any heart or feels in this movie. Mm. And so for me, it's like, I could never watch it again for the rest of my life and I'd be perfectly fine. Oh Jeez.
3: man. Woof woof. Big oof. Uh, that's,
1: that's yeah. I mean, it it's, it's good acting. It's good dialogue. It's a good filmography. Uh, but the only part that I, ever connected with in this entire movie is just the betrayal of, uh, Andrew Garfield's character and how he just like,
0: yeah, there's a lot of, like I hate, I hated the main character. Yeah. Like I don't like Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg Yeah. I don't think anyone watches this movie and I mean, hopefully no one watches this movie and likes Zuckerberg's character
3: is rooting for Mark. Yeah.
0: I think there's something wrong with you if, if that's the case.
3: All right, Jake. What did uh, what was your uh, late bloomer feedback?
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, like, I think that this was a good movie that I did not enjoy. I <laughs> I went into it. I already didn't like Mark Zuckerberg. Um, I never really have, and so it was just me watching. I, I couldn't get on board just because I had to watch Mark Zuckerberg for two hours, and I I don't like him. And it was it's it's interesting that you guys are talking about dialogue and like it, like really good dialogue, and I can see it, but like in a movie about Mark Zuckerberg, you know, like a robot or a lizard person <laughs> who doesn't talk at all. The thing that we love is the dialogue. I thought that was a little weird when we were talking about That's it. That's just first. how like, good Sorkin is.
3: Yeah. yeah. He can make even a lizard person have some semblance of humanity. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Jake, you as a coder yourself, you didn't watch this and, and think like, man, I'm, I'm being represented like... I finally feel understood. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, it. like, I don't know, like, you know, whenever they just shout
2: nonsense computer words at the screen, I think that that's awesome, and I feel, I feel seen. So. It's like when people are like, you're a coder, you need to watch The Matrix, and then you watch The Matrix, and it's like, what do you think that I do?
3: <laughs> that... I think that you alter our reality. That's what I think you do. Y-
2: so You yeah. alter my reality.
0: S-
3: couldn't, yeah,
2: thank you. I couldn't get on board with it. And, uh, but I could, while I was watching, I was like, this is a really good movie. I don't want to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I could easily go the rest of my life and never watch it again. I watched it once. And then this was literally my second time ever watching it. And I understand why.
3: Yeah. I, I've, I've seen this movie a good amount of times, probably not as much as some of like my childhood classics. Um, but I've seen it, you know, at least, uh, you know, a half a dozen times now. And, uh, yeah, I already kind of shared, I, I think it's literally a perfect movie, um, aces all around. Uh, so why don't we just go ahead and jump in, do a little bit of the play-by-play. Zach, do you want to kick us off?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, so the movie starts off, I mean, it literally starts off with Mark Zuckerberg on a date with uh, this character, Erica Albright, who is not a real person, Um. But she's kind of uh, she's kind of like the daughter in the Irishman. If you've seen that, she's not in the movie too much, but her presence is felt throughout the entire yeah. movie, as some people might say.
2: When we uh, like when it opened, I had a hard time. I was like, what, are, what am I watching? Is this a date? This is the weirdest like interaction I would have ever heard between apparently boyfriend and girlfriend, which I wouldn't have guessed. At all, listening to them talk.
3: But would you have guessed that that's how Mark Zuckerberg was with his girlfriend? (laughs) Yeah. If anything,
2: I kind of thought it was like his friend that he was interested in or whatever. I was like, but I just didn't think that Mark Zuckerberg talking like this would ever get a girlfriend ever. Uh, So I was like a little weird.
1: Yeah. I I fully think Mark Zuckerberg is very intelligent. I felt like they made him too
3: witty. Maybe. I mean, but would you really just want to stare at a brick wall for... An hour and fifty nine minutes. No, <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, I the this opening scene is. I, I'm I'm just gonna be if you're listening and you hate this movie, you're gonna hate how much I dote on it, and because <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But uh, this opening scene is, I, I think, the best opening scene in any movie ever. Just how fast it is. I remember when I saw this in theaters. Uh, just this fast paced back and forth dialogue. Uh, that was kind of hard to follow. Like, yeah, I thought
2: that like there was a, a bit of like Harvard talk and a bit of like like Northeast college talk that I was like, I don't really know what these guys are talking about. Yeah. I wish I knew a little bit more.
3: But I was uh, I was like hooked. Like I couldn't not pay a hundred percent attention. To this movie because of that opening scene and i thought it was a super interesting way to like draw you in by opening with this super fast-paced dialogue you have to be fully engaged with the movie uh like from the get-go uh where a lot of movies they kind of like let you like kind of like they, they lead you gently into the into what's happening in the movie and this it's just like you this this needs your undivided attention from the get-go yeah. i think it's a very interesting opener.
0: Yeah, I I love it as well. And uh, Scott, you had mentioned that um, like they made Zuck a little too witty, um, and I'm completely okay with that. I'm sure that they did. I think that's just kind of what Sorkin does with all of his characters. They're always very witty, um, and that's why I watch Aaron Sorkin movies. Um, like I don't need this to be an accurate depiction of Mark Zuckerberg. I don't need it to reflect. Uh, what actually happened. Um, I love and I've seen some like criticism of, of the movie because of that. Um, and I, I love this movie because I think it's an exceptional film. Um, not necessarily, I think it, it's an exceptional retelling of, of events or depictions of or accurate depictions, I should say. Um, and I I love this opening as well. Tyler, I'm with you. I think it's one of the... This and uh, the opening to Inglorious Bastards are the two openings that kind of come to mind (laughs) when I think of just, like, perfect... And it's funny because they're both just conversations. Um, Yeah. But just perfect openings. Um, And uh, it's funny because this is the scene that really got Fincher on board. Um, I mean, I guess it would be because you start the script with the scene, obviously, but this is the, the scene that... Um, It's all it really took to get Fincher on board. Apparently, um, Sorkin was the one that the studio wanted to direct this movie, and he had never directed a movie before, and so he didn't really feel up to it. And so in his words, uh, he said, let's send it to Fincher. Let's let him pass because he's going to pass. He passes on everything. And uh, (laughs) then once he does, then I'll just nut up and do it. And then <laughs> Fincher got back to him like two and a half hours later and said, like, all right, I'm, I'll do it. I'm down. Apparently, it's the scene um, or the line at the very end of the scene when Erica says something like, um, oh, man, I'm going to butcher the line. But she says something like, I'll,
3: I'll, I'll do it because I, I, I can nail it. You can nail it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mark, you're going to be a pretty smart computer guy one day. And you're going to go through life thinking girls aren't into you because you're a nerd. And I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that won't be true. It's because you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the line. Fin- Tyler looked right at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I like,
2: uh, I'm a computer guy, apparently. Did you feel victimized? I just felt attacked. <laughs> really. I was going to say, I,
0: I'm sure that you, you've you also been told that line on a date before, right?
2: For sure, any any uh, woman that ever sees me, they're like, "Look, (laughs) (laughs) I'd get
0: you a computer guy." I just assumed that. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was weird for me that you were so confused by this scene because I just figured it was like a perfect depiction of all of the dates you've ever been on.
2: Yeah, Um, I mean, every person that you know ever. Opens up like some sort of code. You know, they <laughs> immediately become Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> There's a metamorphosis that happens. Can't communicate as you
3: know. so, as soon as they uh, open up that PHP, uh, Perl script. Yeah, you uh,
2: <laughs> you you get online and you get drunk and you immediately start saying hateful things about women. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it goes. It's like a rite you of can't passage. really control it. Yeah, even the women,
3: like. <laughs> Well, Jake, you led us perfectly into the next scene. So immediately after that, uh, you know, she breaks up with him, walks out, and we just have this uh, this beautiful introduction to the score for the first time of just this like walking through Harvard and Mark's just sort of like down and it's just that... He was like really awkwardly
2: running. I feel wasn't he? He was like like kind of jogging through Harvard. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's
3: frequently doing that in this movie, in a rush to just trash his ex girlfriend online. <laughs> you know, I I love
0: so, this scene because it's it's um, Mark. Just uh, I was gonna say a lot of this movie, we don't have characters by themselves not talking. So much of the movie is characters. With each other and then talking so much so that um, really, uh, what was I going to say? Um, a little bit of trivia is that they they had to get this movie under two hours. And so the way that they were able to do that was Fincher had Sorkin read the entire script out loud and timed each scene. And they got it. They They were able to get the dialogue out so quickly that they were able to time it under an hour and 59 minutes. And so there's so much dialogue in this movie, and so much talking. And if you listen to this score, a lot of it is like really uh, like chaotic, kind of chaotic sounds, a little fast pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of take that as uh, the the chaotic dialogue that's kind of going, um, or just like mark his the the way that his mind is racing when he's either doing code. Because right after this scene, um, he gets back to his apartment. Um, He gets with a couple of his roommates, and he starts making this website called, uh, is it Face Smash, right? Face Mash. Face Match, yeah. And where he um, has two different girls from Harvard, and they're comparing their faces um, and debating who's hot or not. And the the music that's playing during this scene is almost kind of, it almost kind of sounds like this, like, club anthem. Um, Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's just this pounding bass and, and... um, the drum and whatnot. And but right before this he's alone. He's awkwardly jogging through Harvard and it's this just very like uh, minimalistic track um, with the piano kind of playing. And I kind of took it as like this is one of the few moments um, where where Mark is completely alone with his thoughts. Um, and like this is the music that matches that tone or that mood for him. And we, we hear this song. Repeat a couple times throughout the movies, and it's always kind of during like a sad, somber moment. And um, it's like usually we get this really upbeat uh, song whenever something crazy is happening, or, or Mark is, you know, screaming at someone. And, and this is the kind of anthem that plays when he's completely alone with his thoughts
3: yeah so then he uh he gets up to his room he uh he codes this website and it ends up crashing the harvard network
2: that was an interesting like i didn't know what most who most of that scene was for because i feel like people watch i'm sorry a lot of the dialogue when he's just he's not dialogue monologue he's talking about all the stuff he's doing all the technical stuff
3: yeah kind of voiceover and it's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo
2: i mean i don't know mostly i feel like and i feel like people are either not going to understand it or think like, what is he even saying?
3: For um, me, it was just like, because I didn't understand any of it and I was like, oh, he's smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's a, he's a smart boy. Like, Yeah.
2: That was that. And then also I had one other thing I noticed during that scene is uh, the roommates were watching Shark
0: Week. Yes. In the fall. Yes. That doesn't happen. <laughs> Shark Week's <laughs> a summer event. I've seen this movie. <laughs> I've seen this movie like Get it together, six, Sorkin. six times. Right. I've never noticed that. They're watching Shark Week.
2: Yeah, they're like it's Shark Week, and then I was like, "Isn't it fall?"
3: <laughs> That's a July event. <laughs> Jake is a uh, a huge Shark He's Week an aficionado, avid Shark Week fan. Yeah. It's uh
2: yeah, it's my favorite week of the year,
3: <laughs> more than like Thanksgiving or Christmas
2: for sure. I throw a party when it's take the week off.
3: Work. It's Shark. It's party. a glorious yeah.
1: week when uh, Shark Week is also the same week as Fourth of July for Jake.
2: A, I don't think that ever happens. It comes it once every a, seven years. It would be a really good good week. <laughs>
3: Um so then uh it, it crashes the network Mark gets in trouble um but uh it sort of sets the stage you know obviously the the whole thing is setting the stage for his creation of Facebook and uh so we get introduced to Andrew Garfield during this time uh who is playing uh Eduardo Sav- Savign- Savignon. I'm a. I'm I think it's am sorry Eduardo Savarin yep. I think you're right Yep I was saying Savignon, like, like, uh, like a wine. Eduardo Savrin. Uh that's just how classy I think you are, Eduardo. Mm. I hope you're listening.
2: And when you started that sentence, I thought you were about to say that's just how classy I am. Uh-huh. I was like, wow, where are we going? <laughs> no,
3: not that narcissistic. I am, but not, you know. Yeah. You wouldn't say it into a I microphone. I wouldn't say it into a microphone. <laughs> um, and uh man, I just I just have to pause to say, like throughout the movie, I think my favorite part of this movie is Andrew Garfield's performance? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think I agree. He was he was my favorite part.
3: Like I would have, uh, like we already mentioned, Jesse Eisenberg got nominated for uh, best, uh, best lead actor, and I would not have nominated him for that. But I absolutely would have nominated um, Garfield uh, Andrew Garfield for best supporting actor.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he does such a great job. It was it was interesting. Fincher actually had um, Garfield read for Mark Zuckerberg. And I guess he was—he mm-hmm. was too good at wearing his heart on his sleeve. So he was like, "No, you need to be Eduardo. Like, you—you you need to be the emotive one." Um, yeah, Eduardo is. This was his like big break, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah,
3: this was the first movie I ever saw him in. Same here. Mm.
0: Yeah, Eduardo is is also by far my favorite part of this movie, and he is the heart. And I think that's Scott. Earlier, you said like that you you had no one to like connect to, or like no heart to like connect to. And for me, Eduardo is the heart that I can connect to. Um, and uh, but you know what? I would also I think uh, to quote the movie, I think Jesse Eisenberg deserves some recognition from this board. Um, he, <laughs> I think Jesse Eisenberg was perfect for this movie. Um. That uh, that was, I think, the most like Zuckerberg thing.
2: We yeah, had just like 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 nerd coder <laughs> thing where they're like, "I did this. I I was clearly in the wrong here, uh, and I could have pointed this out in any other way." But recognize me for <laughs> ruining your life because you guys are idiots. You should have prevented this. But do you guys
0: really think there could be anyone else that could have nailed this role like Jesse Eisenberg could have?
3: That's N- a great question. No, Once no.
1: again, I go to Chris Pine. Yes, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> he's uh, he's too wimpy to be he's a, <laughs> to be a soft boy.
2: Yeah. Um But no, I think I don't think I've ever seen Jesse Eisenberg play anything but kind of um, somebody who does who, not know how to act socially.
3: That's true. I yeah. yeah. uh, always
1: forget his name. Who's Scott Pilgrim? What's his name? Michael oh, Sarah. Uh, Michael, Sarah. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Maybe could have done
2: it. I think he. No. I don't too, think he could He's too like he's too, he's too passive. Yeah, yeah,
3: and Goofy, like, like yeah, the only other person, and it's funny, they, uh, they often get like sort of like portrayed as being like uh, two sides of the same coin. um, Is uh, now I'm blanking on his name, but uh, uh, you're talking about from Silicon Valley, yeah, Um, yeah, Middle Middle Ditch, yeah, Thomas Thomas Middletick, yeah, Uh, I guess he could have done it. Thomas Middletick could have done it, but I don't think he his career wasn't there yet. Yeah, like he could have done it now. But his career wasn't there.
2: I don't know. I feel like he's too much. I get him as like too excitable and yeah. I, I just think about him in Silicon Valley. So like he's already
0: in this like tech show tech. So that's why yeah. I like, want to think about tech.
3: maybe that's why I think that too yeah. is because of Silicon Valley.
0: So anyways, um, yeah. This is the moment we we see Eduardo is kind of introduced into the movie. This is also uh, kind of the action that that gets the attention of the Winklevoss twins, um, which are mm-hmm. these two twins that uh, come from a pretty wealthy family and um, are kind of like Harvard royalty. They they are a crew for Harvard, they're really smart. Um, I don't remember what else they're involved in, but they are developing, or at least trying to develop, um, this concept with their friend Divya, uh, which is like a social networking um, like website for Harvard. Mm-hmm.
3: And I would say more so, I mean, they say it's not, but I think the their idea was more, at least how it's portrayed in the movie, a little bit more of a dating site. Mm. Okay. Like, because they say, you know, girls want to get with guys who go to Harvard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and so I think for them, it was more of like a, it was like Tinder for, you know, Harvard. It's just a like
1: way to self-promote, like, hey, look at me yeah i'm I'm worth pursuing
0: yeah Yeah. yeah. even though Uh, this is one of my favorite lines too is right when they meet um mark mark says like oh did i piss off your girlfriends because he made the face smash and he pissed off a lot of girls and they said like no no actually maybe i don't know we haven't asked them yet and then they kind of (laughs) just get right into the uh (laughs) but anyway so they they meet up with mark they want him to code for their website because a couple of their other like coder friends um Fell through, weren't able to do it, and um, it kind of starts. This is. Oh. Go ahead. I said that is actually the most relatable part of this whole movie. For <laughs> Other me guys is. wanting you, and to and somebody's yourself.
2: like, yo yeah, well, you know how to code? I have an idea, and I can't. I don't know how to do it. So let's split it." Wait, does that happen pretty it's often like, to you? It's happened to me like at least six times. <laughs> I've done it to
1: Jake. I'm like, "Hey, let's let's do this thing. You can code it, right?"
2: And then I'm like, oh, "Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to." <laughs> uh, but that's that's just. It happens. So that's the most relatable part of that movie for me. Like as soon as that happened, I was like, "Oh, I feel for Zuck just a little bit." Gotcha.
3: It's so funny. Uh, so I'm gonna kind of pivot away. I, I that's hilarious. But uh, so I wanted to mention Army Hammer though, um, because I I also think he does a great job in this movie, and it's so funny. In my head, Army Hammer is old. Like in my head, he's in his like mid to late forties right now, and. You're
1: declaring mid to late forties as old.
3: Well, yeah, to have played this role. Oh, okay. yeah. Wait, during like, 2010,
0: uh, you thought he was in his forties.
3: No, no, no. I thought he was in his forties now, oh. so I thought he was in his thirties. You yeah. know, in 2010. And I always kind of like just like after the fact, I've always thought of Army Hammer as being like a decade older than he is. Um, but he was 24 when he did this. And like so he was perfect age to, to do it. But for whatever reason, in my head, like I just always think of like, call me by your name. I'm like, gosh, he's like 40 with a, you know, 17 year old kid. And it's like he's only he's like two years older than me. Like,
2: Maybe it's because his name is Army. I don't know anybody
0: <laughs> named Army, but it sounds like an old person name to me. <laughs> Army is Probably. one of those guys mm. where like you find out his age and it's just depressing. Like yeah. uh, Jake got me onto that show Love Is Blind, and uh, <laughs> I'm always wa- i watching show. this show and there's these just men like real legit men. They look like freaking men, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm 23," and I'm just like, "Holy, fr- I'm four <laughs> years older than you, and you look so much more like a man than I do." Um, and Army Hammer is one of those men for me
3: yeah oh yeah definitely like and and that might have been the reason why i uh that might have been the reason why i like always just assumed that he was way older is because he is a manly looking dude yeah uh and
1: i don't know why i thought of this and this is completely out topic so i'll let you guys finish before i say did you something else to add zach
0: we'll just say it now
4: (laughs) yeah Uh, okay
1: (laughs) uh I wish Andrew Garfield would have replaced Hayden Christensen in the Star Wars uh, prequels. Oh, that would
0: have been great. That would have been great.
1: I mean,
2: you're saying Hayden Christensen wasn't <laughs> the perfect
1: choice. No. And he wasn't. I feel like he Andrew wasn't Garfield could have made that so much cooler Completely and wouldn't. Yeah.
0: I'm here for that. That's actually a really good, I've never pictured that before, and it would have been really great.
1: I think he could have done a really good Anakin.
2: How old was Andrew Garfield when those movies came
3: out? Oh, young. Okay. Because uh, he is my age. Okay yeah um actually I think he's a little younger than me um but yeah I thought Army Hammer killed this and it was su- it was super fun that like it was he did a Lindsay Lohan he uh, he played his own twin
2: yeah I uh I didn't realize that I don't I guess I just I didn't recognize him I wasn't thinking about it and I just thought they had twins so
0: yeah he <laughs> played uh, he played his own twin um, and uh, they had a Ralph Lauren model Josh Pence. Um, play the body double for the other guy. And uh, I thought this was kind of funny. Josh Pence apparently rode crew in college and actually rode crew against the real uh, Winklevoss twins. Oh, that's that's wild. Yeah. We also
2: found out that uh, Army Hammer and Josh Pence, that's his name, went to twin school?
0: Oh, they went to <laughs> <Yeah>. they <laughs> twin went boot camp yeah. for 10 months? They went months? to twin boot camp. Yeah.
2: I, uh, I would love to go and observe what you do at twin boot camp. I think Jake and I are going to go to twin boot camp
1: actually. Cuz so. we look
2: so much alike yeah. already that if we
1: get the mannerisms down, I you feel will. like people wouldn't be able to tell us apart. Are you identical twins, you know? Mm-hmm.
3: Like. So, I'm going to blow our minds and solidify our whole point about Army Hammer uh being just so manly. Uh Andrew Garfield is older than Army Hammer. What? By 3 years? Oh, wow. No.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, Andrew
2: Garfield's a little boy.
3: <laughs> I know, right? Like I was like, oh yeah, he's my age, maybe a little younger, Army Hammer's a little older. And it's like nope.
1: He would have been the perfect age for Anakin. He would have been, been he would have been seventeen yeah. when it when it came out.
3: Yeah. You just
0: called Andrew Garfield a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he so, couldn't have played uh, Dirty Harry either. <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe, maybe a little boy dirty. I'll say so to kind of get on back a little, uh, back on track a little bit. Um, I will say that this movie, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, it does not have a linear plot. Um, we're like constantly oh, yeah. flashing back and forth between kind of what's going on with Mark getting, um, <sighs> getting, uh, recruited by the Winklevoss twins, and then also two different depositions that he's a part of. Um, he's being sued by one by Eduardo. Um, And then also by the Winklevosses and or the Winklevi and uh, and Divya. Um, And so we're kind of constantly jumping back and forth in time, which I'll just subjectively say I love when movies do that. I think it keeps the pace like it it really helps with the pacing. We're not getting stuck in like kind of slow, boring moments. I think that's one of the reasons I love this movie so much, too.
2: That uh, the, the two lawsuits, the two depositions confused me at first because I was like, okay, well, we're jumping with this lawsuit. And then, like, kind of mid sentence in one lawsuit, yeah. they yes. turn it to another. I was like, yeah, that's this is in the same room. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> these are different people, I hope.
3: Especially because uh, Zuck has the same lawyers.
2: Yeah, and the same outfit. <laughs> it's a well, little he has different. He the same outfit the whole movie. Yeah, just, I could be wrong. Yeah, that, that one hoodie, loose jeans, and a sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah. which
0: Mark flip flops and fu. Hoodie. Mark Zuckerberg right. did he's say a, that uh, he's a billionaire and he still wears that. Zuckerberg did say that that was the one thing they got right about this movie about his portrayal was was uh, <laughs> his wardrobe.
2: Yeah. I uh, know somebody that works at Facebook and they got to meet Mark Zuckerberg and. They said that's exactly what he was wearing. <laughs> <So>.
3: <laughs> like now that he's a billionaire, like doesn't change, has not changed. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. So, uh, the the twins get uh, uh, try and get Mark to to build Harvard connection, and uh, he just sort of takes the idea, specifically the .dot edu the you know that you had to be invited. Uh, initially you had to have a Harvard email account in order to, to be on the social network. Um, but then, you know, later it just became that you had to be invited and Jake, I think you and, uh, Zach are too young. Uh, but Scott and I remember a time when you had to be invited to Facebook. I actually do remember that. Yeah, I got
0: a, a, an invite in my email.
1: Yeah. You yeah. had an email. How old were you? Because this was like in, ninth
0: grade for us. I I mean, maybe you guys got it before I did, but I remember Facebook coming into my life in seventh grade.
1: I wasn't wow. allowed to have a Facebook. And I remember point, at so. the
0: time thinking like, why do I need this? I already have MySpace.
1: I was, gonna, <laughs> I was just going to ask if you guys had MySpaces. I was not allowed to have that either. <laughs> so you never had a MySpace? No. You never experienced a top eight? No. Or like... That sounds awful. <laughs> Music autoplaying <laughs> when you go on someone's page. It was great to use as leverage.
3: Neon letters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, none of it.
2: <laughs> I'm not a boomer like you guys.
3: <laughs> so, so, uh, Mark, uh, partners with Eduardo. Uh, Eduardo is the, the CFO and he puts up all of the money, uh,
0: to, to build. The Facebook, that whole thousand dollars, yeah, and
3: they they build it, which and, is like nothing uh, to him
0: because he made three hundred thousand dollars in one summer.
3: Yeah,
2: predicting so oil futures. Eduardo is kind of a baller. Yeah, if you can read the stars. No, he
3: you <laughs> if you can read the weather, yeah, uh, that's what it was. <laughs> if you can read the weather, it was astrology you know the... <laughs> that helped him out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the that was it.
1: He's like, ah, oh, well, I am a Capricorn, <laughs> so oil. You futures. are a sudden yeah, you know.
3: Uh, so, uh, he ends up building the Facebook and, uh, pretty soon, uh, Eduardo wants to, uh, monetize. He wants to, uh, get advertisers. Mark's not into it. And, uh, but while they're, uh, trying to, uh, meet with advertisers, they have a meeting with the Sean Parker.
0: Real quick before that, there's a scene where, um, where they're meeting with an advertiser and Zuck is like doing some really weird thing where he's like making this weird he's like sound. He's doing
2: like a click with yeah. his mouth, yeah. yeah but like, that is What was that noise? And he's like, like
0: But that's like, oh, that's oh, with like that. Aaron Sorkin. I don't know if Yeah, do I don't know mean? if you guys noticed that, that the guy the advertiser that's Aaron Sorkin. Well,
1: that's funny. I don't Yeah, I barely know who Aaron Sorkin is. Yeah. So I definitely don't well, know. Well, we, who we already spent an
0: entire <laughs> episode talking about him. That's true, we did. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, that's a
3: pretty hilarious scene. Um but they meet Sean Parker who's played I think expertly by uh Justin Timberlake. I've never
2: hated JT until I watched this movie. Yeah,
3: yeah. He was he was a very hateable character immediately.
2: Like yeah. it, <laughs> like <laughs> Zuck was like like infatuated with him and immediately was
3: like, "Oh, I don't like this guy." A million dollars isn't cool. You know what is cool? A billion dollars.
2: He wasn't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> big talk from the from the broke excellent inventor of <laughs> napster
1: he changed the game forever though
2: brought down the record companies
1: mm-hmm.
3: so uh around this time uh well in that meeting uh sean uh and oh, by the way andrew garfield uh is representing us in his hatred of sean parker uh he's sort of like Flashing back and forth with his deposition, uh, sort of narrating that meeting, uh, and and we see, we read on his face how disgusted he is with Sean Parker the or whole like, time.
2: He even kind of says it too. He's like, "It was the Sean show from yeah. then on out." The he Sean just talks and, and talks and talks and
3: yeah, yeah. That's kind of how you guys feel about me on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well,
2: that's why we brought you on here. Uh, Give the audience someone to hate. Yeah,
3: right. Yeah, <laughs> there there need to be someone to someone to despise. Who's yeah.
0: the uh, Andrew Garfield of the show? Zach for sure. Then who's the uh, London? Him who's the London Tipton.
1: <laughs> oh me for sure. <laughs> I think I'm the Winkleboss twins.
3: No, I think you're. Uh, I think you're Dev.
0: Divia. <laughs> I could be him. <laughs>
3: yeah. Wouldn't or, it be Div? Div. That's what they call him. Div, not Dev. Sorry, I, 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 it's like coding, and so I just thought dev, it's like just developer. <laughs> you don't know anything about Indian people, <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably accurate.
0: So uh, they're uh, they're at this this uh, like dinner, and Sean's just like. Really showing off orders the table apple teenies, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, apparently Mark Zuckerberg had never actually had a, an apple teeny before in real life, and after he watched this movie, he decided to try one and he liked it so much that uh, that he made that Facebook's official cocktail. Um, <laughs> but anyway,
3: and he like he took his employees, yeah, he right? took his
1: employees like, <laughs> to see the movie, yeah. That's how you know your company has made it when you have an official cocktail
0: for your. <laughs> exactly. <company. laughs> so, anyways, they're all at this dinner, and uh, Sean's showing off. Um, like I s- or like you guys said, uh, Mark is infatuated with him. As is Eduardo's girlfriend, who I mentioned earlier is London Tipton from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I think these are the only two acting gigs she's ever gotten. Jake, you you might you, be <laughs> about that. I, I feel like I had
2: something that I, I was like I know I've seen it in something else, but I don't know. I think I'm wrong.
0: It, anyways, Eduardo is not not into it. Um, he thinks that Sean is completely paranoid. Um, but Sean's just given so much different business advice and whatnot. And before he leaves, he says, uh, "Just the Facebook. Drop the the." And then biggest mistake in the history of Facebook. <laughs> Keep the. You like <laughs> the, the, the Facebook? The. It's awful. <laughs> And so, anyways, um, he also is advising them to move to California. Um, he's kind of saying like that's where the action is. And so, from that point on, Mark is just kind of like thinks that uh, that Sean hung the moon. Um, and so he does decide. Well, uh, before I get to that point, there's there's this really cool moment I really love. Um, we haven't actually discussed this yet. A big aspect of the of the movie is Mark is from the very beginning, from the very first scene, kind of obsessed with the social clubs, and wants to get into a social club. Um, and Eduardo actually is... Uh, what's the word? He's punched for a social club? Punched. So he yeah. gets punched yeah. into a social club, and Mark is so jealous of that the entire movie. He, he even says something like, you know what, like... Or Eduardo, he can tell that it's hard for Mark, and he says something like, you know what, it's just a diversity thing. And Mark, the, the dick that he is, says like, yeah, you're probably right. It is just a, a diversity thing. And so the entire movie... This is like just really getting under Mark's skin that he did not get punched to the social club and that Eduardo did. And so um, as they're kind of developing Facebook, there's this really cool scene where they're hiring interns. And I thought it was so interesting. I had never actually picked up on this before, but the last time I watched it, I kind of noticed how the whole way that they're deciding who gets the job as interns, it almost looks like guys being hazed for a fraternity. There's like a, oh, they're, yeah. they're doing like this coding marathon or competition. I would have no idea what, what it is that they're doing, but they're taking, well, they were,
2: they were coding and drinking and yeah,
0: I they're taking
3: they It would be, it would be called uh in, in nerd speak, Zach, it's called a hackathon. Sure.
0: So <laughs> yeah, they're doing a hackathon and there's, I think they're trying to do it real quick. though. There's this huge crowd of people like around them cheering them on and they're taking handle pulls as they're doing it. And I just thought it was so interesting. Like you would think like this business hiring interns, they'd, bring them in, dress professionally. I mean, they are in college, but you know, uh, do an interview and whatnot. And instead, Mark is creating this, this situation where he is at the top of the social class. He gets to decide who makes it into his social club. And he's like kind of imitating the hazing. Um, and he, totally. I I just thought that was such a cool scene. Um, as far as go ahead, Jake,
2: as far as the dressing professionally goes, like, uh, uh, they they nailed it. You don't dress professionally. That's not a uh, that's, that's a not coder. a thing. What I'm wearing today, which is a, a bigfoot hoodie and jeans, I've worn to work, and I, I would carry out an interview if I did those <laughs> kind of things wearing this. I, I see people go in there like I have an interview that I'm going to do, and I'm like you're wearing you're wearing just a t-shirt and shorts. Wow. And this other person comes in a little bit dressed up.
0: interesting you don't dress
2: professional so you wear whatever you
0: want they they're hiring interns and then zuck decides to move the company out to um they get a house out in palo alto um but eduardo stays because he has he has an internship with a different company as well right but he quits like the first day (laughs)
3: Day one, and yeah. He, I think it was like an economics internship. Yeah,
0: and he decides to stay out in New York and try to find um, funding for the Facebook, or for Facebook at this point. Um, and this is, uh, on top of Eduardo getting punched for the social club, this, their distance, and then Eduardo just kind of not being up with the company, not knowing exactly what's going on. This is driving a wedge deeper and deeper into their relationship. And it just so... Well, the big thing... Go ahead. ...is that Eduardo wants to get advertisers on Facebook. yeah.
2: And Mark or Zuck does not like it. He that. doesn't think it's cool. He doesn't. He thinks they're going to ruin the cool. Yeah. And that's what's driving them apart. I feel like.
3: Well, I think it really does. I think Zuck's right. I think it really starts with the social, uh, with the, the Phoenix, the, oh, yeah, the sure. final club. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I think that that's really like what they're showing us is that really two wounds drove Mark. It, it's really one wound, but from two different people, really drove Mark to this, uh, you know, drove Zuck to build Facebook, it was not being accepted. It was not being accepted by girls and not being accepted by, uh, you know, final clubs. Yeah.
2: I still don't know what those are.
3: They're, it's like, almost like, uh, it's like just social clubs in college. It's sort of like fraternities, but they're uh, specifically at Harvard and a couple other Ivy League schools. And uh, they're like the elite fraternities. Okay. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, so uh, Mark moves it out to Palo Alto. Uh, Wedge continues to be driven between him and Eduardo. And Sean gets involved and uh, sets up a meeting with uh, Peter Thiel, um, who, you know, is a really big deal in in the uh, VC world. Uh, and in the tech world, uh, Peter Thiel uh, created, uh, co-created with uh, um, uh, Frick, Tesla, oh, Elon, Elon Musk, Elon, he uh, Peter Thiel and Elon Musk co-created PayPal and that got Elon Musk's hair back. That's <laughs> so true. I didn't
0: know that That's a big deal.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They uh, they co-created uh, PayPal together. Super random information about Peter Thiel. Uh, he actually also produced "Thank You for Smoking."
0: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. interesting. Yeah, uh, I don't know what that is.
3: Oh, really great movie. Yeah, never seen it.
2: Think we might be throwing that on our list then.
3: Yeah, I would throw that on the list. Uh, so anyway, get to get to deal with Peter Teal. Peter Teal offers uh, an angel investment of half a million dollars. Um, Eduardo, though, is still a little bit miffed uh, with Mark for, you know, really bringing Sean into things and kind of keeping him out of the loop. And so he freezes the bank account, uh, the company's bank account. And uh, Mark is furious with Eduardo. And I think this, I, I, I'm pretty sure that this is the final nail in the coffin between their relationship. It's it's really the beginning of the, the end uh, for them. And, uh, but... Uh, Facebook goes on to to develop a lot of success. Uh, they start getting onto more and more schools, uh, and uh, eventually, uh, through uh, Sean Parker, they get another big investment from Case Equity. Uh, Manningham, you're, <laughs> Mitch, Mitch Manningham. I don't know why I'm like blanking on this part of the movie i just watched it so uh this is when uh uh sean parker drives Zuck up to the offices oh yeah, offices, oh, yeah. And he's in his pajamas and he tells him you walk in and you say which one of you is manningham uh and he's like he'll say i am and you say sean parker says f you and then just walk Wasn't out
0: it a different company that wanted to invest because they were so impressed with the way that he told off manningham
3: that was no it was manningham Manningham they were so, was so impressed, impressed by that. <laughs> yeah, by that move, that just sort of like a BDE move. Gotcha. That uh, <laughs> uh, that they just decided to invest. And actually, case so case equity and specifically Manningham uh, were uh, the ones who like gave Sean Parker a real rough deal on Napster.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, so. Sean was really just trying to get back at them by like, oh, you want us? Well, forget you kind of a thing, yeah. you know?
2: But and, when they offer money, he's like, I'll, I'll take it.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and they offer a substantial amount of money. Um, but as a part of that, there has to be a corporate restructure. They have to restructure stock. And uh, this is sort of the, the climax, the pinnacle of the movie. And we finally understand why, uh, Andrew, or why uh, Eduardo is suing Zuck uh he screws him out of the company
2: yeah they uh they dilute his shares they dilute nobody else's ownership but his ownership drops
0: from like 34% to like like less, 0 yeah it was so. crazy yeah and that so. leads to my favorite scene from the movie like honestly one of my favorite scenes of all time i go back and i rewatch this scene on youtube so often um eduardo's walking in And uh, he's he's yelling, Mark, Mark! And then Sean's like, he's wired in. He's like, Oh, is he? And he picks up the laptop and smashes it. Um, And it's just such a great scene. Like you can just see the hurt on Eduardo's face when Eduardo's been the only person that has been there for Mark and has like stuck it out with him when Mark has treated him like trash and when other people hate on Mark and. And he's, I mean, financially supported him, but even more so, just like emotionally supported him with his friendship. And, uh, and he's done. He's just done with Mark. Tells him to lawyer up. Yeah,
3: lawyer up. I'm not coming back for. I think it was forty percent, is what he had. Maybe it was was close to that. He said, "I'm not. I'm not coming back for thirty percent. I'm coming back for the whole thing." Oh yeah. And there's this, uh, it was a little before this, but there's this moment. Um, I mean, it was right here, uh, that they flash back to the deposition and, uh, Eduardo looks right at Mark and says, I was your only friend. Yeah.
2: We, that I think, uh, like in this scene, I guess after the scene, after uh, JT was so hard on, he's like, "You're too hard on him." That's the only. I feel like it's the only moment of remorse, or like the first moment of remorse that he shows. Oh, yeah. in the whole thing, yeah. like he didn't seem
0: you know what that I
2: upset until
0: he gets mad. I, at him. I do like Mark Zuckerberg's character. I, I love to hate him. Um, and he does so much wrong, and he's not a good person in this movie. But I I truly do feel empathy for him. Um, I don't want to get too ahead of the movie, but there's there's a scene at the very end where um. Well, I'll i wait till we get to that point. But there's moments in the movie where I do feel so bad for him, and I see that he is just his own worst enemy. And he makes—I mean, not financially, uh—but just more so like socially and, and for his own well-being, he he is constantly sabotaging himself out of relationships and sabotaging people out of his life that care about him. Um, and you can see moments where that's hard for him. Um, and I do really feel feel bad for him. There's a great moment in this scene, too, when um, I forgot exactly what Sean says, but he says something just really catty to Eduardo as Eduardo's being escorted out by security. He, says, he gives him a check for the
3: 19,000. Yeah, yeah he sa- and then he says, uh, I wouldn't cash it, though. I drew it on that. Account he froze." <laughs>
0: and then Eduardo goes, like, he's about to punch Sean in the face, and Sean, like, flinches back and, like, almost falls over, and he says, like, I like standing next to you, Sean. It makes me look so tough. I love right. it. It's like the not. moment.
2: Andrew Garfield's never looked tough in his life, so <laughs> except when <laughs> he looked pretty
0: tough. In but that, he did in yeah, that moment. In that moment, yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. So uh, immediately after this, uh, Sean Parker does what Sean Parker has always always done before, and what Eduardo knew he would do, uh, and screws everything up. He ends up uh, partying with uh, some of the interns. And, you know, doing drugs with them and drinking and he's acting all, you know, like, uh, uh, paranoid. Like this is, you know, I was set up, I was set up, you know, like, and, uh, but it wasn't like it was, it was bad, bad press for Facebook and, and it was totally his fault. He, he screwed the company.
2: Yeah. And like, he was, is he at the end, they just said like, whatever, he still owns this part of Facebook. Yeah. But is he? working with them no anymore? no no okay. so uh
3: yeah so zuck distanced sean parker from the company so he would have no active role in the company he's just a minority shareholder
0: okay yeah yeah uh can we, we kind of get to the am i missing something i was going to jump to the end of the movie
3: yeah no that's it yeah, yeah so we kind of get
0: to the end of the movie and uh they're still in in one of the depositions but they all break for lunch and um and Zuck is just kind of sitting in the office looking up some, like, stats or something. And uh, who is it? it Rashida Jones walks in. So Rashida Jones is in this movie, by the way. She's, like, one of, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, lawyers. she's one of the lawyers. And she's just talking, and she's like, she says something like, um, man, the site really got this much kind of a callback to when he made FaceMash. And um, they're just talking a little bit, and she says uh, a really great callback line to at the very beginning of the movie when Erica says, like, you you girls aren't going to not like you because you're a nerd or whatever. They're going to not like you because you're an asshole. And then Rashida says, Mark, you're not an asshole. You're just trying so hard to be one. And it's such Mm -hmm. a great callback. And um, she leaves the office, and then Mark pulls up Facebook. And he friend requests Erica Albright, the girl from the very beginning, who I feel like, uh, in addition, she's almost like the face of the social clubs, um, or the final clubs. Where like it's like she is the one person he so desperately wants to impress, Um, Mm -hmm. and he is just constantly refreshing his web browser, waiting for her to respond. And then the movie ends, and it it tells us how much he paid off the Winklevi eduardo and then still just how much he's worth um which is just an insane amount that like these guys are are gunning after him trying to take him for all he's worth and at the end of the day it's like barely a drop in the bucket for how much this guy is worth
3: oh yeah 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 he's uh he was the youngest billionaire ever that's not true anymore is it i don't know but at in 2010 it was true he well i'm He, uh, in 2010, he was the youngest billionaire in the world. Uh, but he, yeah, he was the first person his age. That will always be true.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I I just meant to say, I think somebody was younger than him now and became a billionaire, but, um, I didn't, I didn't like that line at the end that you were talking about. I didn't, I didn't like, they tried to give him like a, you're not an asshole moment because I just think he is so.
3: Well, you know I, I he might be, but I think that I think Mark Zuckerberg IRL might be, but I think Mark Zuckerberg character in this movie uh isn't. And it like I think if your character you're tr- in this m- no, i sorry, ahead. go ahead, Zach, I was just going to say I think Mark Zuckerberg character in The Social Network is not really an asshole. I think he's just uh uh kind of incapable of expressing his feelings. Uh, and so he just, what he does do, he does poorly. Like, I think he had, uh, I think if he would have been able to express his feelings to Eduardo, the character, uh, early earlier on, like, hey, I'm really jealous of you. I'm happy for you, but I'm really jealous. I think if he would have been able to express that, it wouldn't have festered into the resentment that led I to really- him... Uh, you know, cutting Eduardo out of the company.
0: Yeah, you you pretty much said uh, better than what I was going to say. What I wanted to say, so well, I loved good. that line. I loved the callback. It was. Um,
3: I just like that. It's like the. It's not the opening line, but it's like one of the opening mm-hmm. lines, and then call like it's the final line. Like it's sort of like the like it bookends like
0: the the story. Yeah. You know.
1: By the way, this is. I'd probably agree with Jake on that one, actually. Well, I right. think he's just an That's asshole.
0: <laughs> but if you if you are trying to be – and she says, like, you're trying to be so hard. If you're trying to be one, like, 90% right. of the people are just going to think you are one. But, like, there's yeah. people that get a unique glimpse into our lives where they can maybe see the humanity glimpse through. And I, I like to think that through this deposition, Rashida Jones' character was able yeah. to kind of see that glimpse of humanity. And she kind of has that unique perspective where she can say, like, you know, like, you aren't one. Like, I see, like, the, I see the humanity in you. I see the struggle. But, like, you're just trying to be, you're trying to be invincible and, like, above everyone else. And you're just, you're putting other people down to protect yourself. Yeah. And I. If you walk
1: like a duck and you quack like a duck.
3: You are walking and quacking like a duck. And that's weird. You're a human. You should stop. You're you're probably (laughs) a duck. (laughs) By the way.
0: Did I did I <laughs> Have you never heard that before? Okay. Did I tell you guys earlier that uh the guy who played Divya, that's um or not the guy but the the character the Indian friend I of the line, that, with that originally Aziz Ansari read for that. him. Oh my gosh. Aziz would have been so He would have been this. so but it's kind of funny Aziz and Jesse Eisenberg were in that other movie together. Well, 30 minutes or less or whatever. Oh. It wasn't a good movie. Oh. <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Oh, and that one I too. I totally yeah. forgot about thirty minutes. I forgot for when us. Aziz plays. What other movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
3: okay. Try and convince me that's not true. <laughs> they also had a.
0: They had Shia LaBeouf read for Mark.
3: Oh yeah, Aziz was super. That would have
0: been awful. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't have been great.
1: I'm a big Shia fan.
0: I am too. You can't. <laughs> I it,
3: Scott's joking. I actually no. I am. Oh, you said I, I it with really a like smirk, like so a I thought more. you were like, oh, haha. Ha. No, I like Shia LaBeouf. I do too. You know what movie we haven't watched? I just watched? don't think he's smart he's enough, joking. or or no, not I, like as an actual person. person. I just so mean I like his sort of like, like, like oh, how like, sure. like the roles you you, that he does and kind of how he acts. I just don't think that he could pull off the you know I'm a genius kind of vibe. like...
1: That's true. <laughs> That's a good point, Jake. I
2: just don't think they haven't, uh, oh, we
3: haven't watched Even Stevens movie this yet. <laughs> Hey, the smartest person in the Even Stevens movie sure. and show is, without a doubt, Beans. Beans. We, haven't, yeah. uh, we haven't watched the <laughs> Even Stevens movie for this yet. But, uh, All right. Well, uh, let's do <laughs> favorite parts, favorite lines. Uh, Jake, do you want to kick it off? A
2: doubt, oh, you're right. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> it's it's
0: literally on the All screen right, it's in front so of you. only the seventh <laughs> time we've done this. Jake,
2: do you want to pick it up? Uh, oh, yeah, you're really putting me on the spot. I forgot we did right. this. It's uh, episode seven. parts, it off, favorite. Just to give you uh, you're right, it is. Take the I didn't read, I
3: read. Yeah, this is episode seven.
2: I didn't read that far ahead. Um, yeah. This is like the ninth time. It Zach, is. Zach. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, wait, no, you're right. No. This is episode eight. <laughs> this would be episode eight. Okay. I'm sorry. This is episode eight.
3: We're only numbering them, you know, I don't know why. I screwed that up so bad. Uh, I was gonna say, I'll, am I I'll cra- kick it off to give you time to, okay. to, okay. to collect your thoughts. Uh, uh, this one's kind of easy we'll for me. My favorite down line, down in the the line, line in the movie—it's so subtle—but I just literally crack up every uh, single we'll, time. Is time uh, when uh, this one's uh, one of the Winklevoss one twins, one I think, I think it's Tyler, uh, they uh, like first yeah. kind of have all this going on, and and they're like, "You you want to hire someone to beat him up?" And he's like, "We don't have to hire someone. I'm six foot five, two ten, and there's two of me." uh i've just, kind of just always thought on, that line was hilarious and then my favorite part of the movie is actually when uh the winklevi are they go to the dean's office mm. and uh the dean is just sort of like dismissing them i just love that whole scene
0: yeah one of my favorite lines is actually right before that scene i think it's hilarious they're sitting in in the waiting room and uh like this the secretary is like "Do be careful the building that you're in is older than this country, and then one of them just goes like, "We're sitting in chairs." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Some of, some so of the funniest lines come from the Winkleby Vi- uh, Winkle Vi- <laughs> Winkle Vi- twins in this movie.
3: Oh yeah. Be <laughs> careful. The PHP s- pearl script no, that he
2: wrote. <laughs> I actually remember my. Favorite part, and I don't think anybody else is going to think this is that funny, but I found it yeah. was when um, <laughs> what, no, when Wardo when Wardo was uh, in the deposition <laughs> talking about how he fed the chicken, chicken. You, was, you I planted I the you chicken story, and he was What's like crying. <laughs> story. I, was
3: <laughs> who didn't know you couldn't do that? All right, Scott. What about you? Who favorite who line? The favorite the part?
1: Story. Um, I think my <laughs> favorite. Uh, that was come together like the, and yeah, it's that was the, the, the scene where part the Zuck's movie. getting in trouble and he's, he demands Stop, recognition do do? for breaking <laughs> into all their systems. <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, and as per the charges, I believe I deserve some recognition from this board. I'm sorry? Excuse <laughs> me? Which part? <laughs> I don't understand. Which part? Uh, uh, recognition. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, now it's time for our uh, patented, uh, very sophisticated uh, Rotten Potato Scoring System. Uh, Jake, uh, in his quarantine time, uh, has just been spending hours uh, with all of his nerd buddies in a hackathon, uh, just improving our code yeah 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 of course social algorithms system. on algorithms. algorithms yeah it's uh dare i say better than the algorithm written on uh the kirkland uh, building window
0: <laughs>
3: was that not a sufficient algorithm for you uh <laughs> all right scott uh what would you give this movie that they i'm going <laughs> to give, it. <laughs> was give, going to give it. <laughs> it was that not a sufficient algorithm for you?
1: 6.2 okay, trash that's can fires on that's a bed.
3: All right, Scott. We're going to delete this. 0.05. Zach, we're going to delete that. So,
0: I for sure give this 10. Um, Drops down to about. I haven't picked like a thing. I'll just do uh, yeah. 10 yeah. FU flip flops. Uh, Zach, what
1: about you? <laughs> it's our first 10 ever? No one's ever given a 10 to a movie.
3: It is. (laughs) I'm (laughs)
2: going to give it eight throat
3: noises. Glottal, glottal sounds. I was not expecting an eight. I'm going to give it
2: eight uh, throat noises during advertiser meetings. Yeah. Glottal,
3: glottal sounds. Yeah. Yeah. I. uh, I wanted to give you no, like, the opportunity. Like, like, I to realized it's first, movie, but, uh, I, like it. uh, but uh, I, like, I was watching. Also, this, am this giving really Ten. I just did not enjoy does.
0: Nice. Can I uh, be fair. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> is that sort of like keep but the change? Uh, I keep the the. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Scott's uh, low uh, <laughs> low rating, <laughs> notwithstanding, I'm going to put like this cool. into our uh, our algorithm, yeah. and this movie has an eighty six percent. On rotten it's potatoes. Low, uh, low rating, not it's Can I, so we came in ten under the other guys. The other guys gave it a ninety-six.
0: 86%. No, for well,
3: apparently Scott has uh, Scott has standards. <laughs> Can I real quick
0: say that this movie also has, in my opinion, we the best trailer standards. I've ever seen. Well,
3: apparently. Oh,
0: it's so five. good. We'll
3: we'll watch <laughs> that as soon as yeah. this is over. The trailer <laughs> yeah. might be
0: better than the movie. It's it's so good.
3: Yeah. All right, well, that, uh, we'll uh, week, uh, All right, well that does it for this episode. Tune in next week where we're going to have uh, Scott's pick Independence All right.
0: Day. Well, that uh, does it for this. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Do you guys mind if I if I say something real quick too? Week, uh,
1: yeah, of course. Have, uh, Wait, no, are, we're supposed to ask you, Zach, do you have anything else, and then you're supposed to say. Oh, me, I do have something
0: that? to add, <laughs> real quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, earlier Tyler kind of mentioned that you know there's a lot going on in the world right now that we're we're social distancing and quarantining um we just I I think that it's our duty uh to address people and and to let them know that we we recognize this is a scary time right now but um what we can be doing to do our part is stay home um stay home and just don't go out don't go spreading this don't uh you know go to bars or anything even though they're closed stay home and and watch movies watch this movie watch the social network watch the yeah and or a better one but regardless <laughs> watch this one watch braveheart and then and listen to the <laughs> podcast you know yeah if absolutely. you just by staying uh, home and listening to this podcast you're pretty much saving lives
3: that's very true Tell so your friends
1: Jake do you have do you have anything else to add after he's done
3: well, let's let him finish. I mean... Yeah. Let's interrupt him. Yeah, that was a, interrupt him to say, Jake, super, do you have anything else? That was Wait. a super jerk move. But No, Zach, I think that's a really great point.
0: I'm a nurse. I'm risking my life every day. And what you can do for me is to listen to this podcast. No, Zach, I think that's a really great point.
4: And you will literally
0: be <laughs> saving people's lives.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought you were a cancer doctor.
0: No. I've never said that in my entire life. We're getting a little bit beside the I was point. under the impression the that you were listening Listen to the podcast, yeah. and yeah. like you will literally be saving lives. All right.
3: Mm. All right. Well, uh, check us out on social media at Rotten Potato Pod. Uh, yeah. On Instagram, Zach and Jake are doing uh, a fantastic job at not only delivering you quality memes, right. but also great well, polls uh, that we'd love to have you participate in. At so at with Rotten that, Jake, do you line, have any final thoughts? Uh,
4: Instagram,
2: and- Bring back the